You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadoulou, and today I am diving into my wish list for the 2024 season of the USFL, going over some things that I would like to see happen this offseason to set up Season 3 to be an even bigger success than the first two past seasons. So make sure you comment down below. I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on things that you would like to see things on your wish list from the USFL this offseason. And also let me know your thoughts on my wish list as well. But we'll dive right into it. I've got three different topics I want to discuss with you all. And the first one that we'll be diving into is going to be one that USFL President Daryl Johnston hinted at during the USFL Championship press conferences. And that is going to be the USFL and NFL partnership. This is something that I was hoping for the league to accomplish at some point in the future, but I didn't realize that it was potentially going to happen this soon. And I'm curious to see just how many other people maybe thought this was possible going into just season three. Now, the big thing here is that he said he hopes to have an announcement soon regarding the entire situation and him hinting at this, but they are currently in their infancy, that being the conversation. So I have a couple of quotes I'll read off to you here from that interview that he had. The first one being quote number one pulled out from his statements. It makes, oh, excuse me. There's some things that we are hoping to start conversations with the NFL and allowing some free flow and some different things that gives access, but returns that player back to the team. So it's clear that the idea is that they are, like they said, in their infancy, but they would like to discuss the NFL clearly in some sort of player sharing type of system that would allow teams to potentially maybe drop players down to the USFL during the spring to allow them to get some work in. Guys that they're maybe developing, they don't plan on starting this year. People that they don't necessarily think might have an actual role on the team. We're talking about guys that are somewhere from like spots 54 to spots number nine. We're not talking anyone in the 53-man roster that they plan on fielding that season. More so guys that they want to look at, guys that they want to allow to develop a little bit further in the offseason while, you know, they have the rough idea of what their roster is going to be. So that's kind of the players that I would expect to see within this sort of partnership. The second quote was him saying, it makes sense for there to be conversations about allowing key positions to come down to the USL, USFL, but go directly back to the NFL team that holds their rights. Hence solidifying the thought process of this would be a farm system type of thing. It's not just like allowing like let's say it's not just necessarily allowing NFL teams to have their players play in the USFL it would be focused around making it a sort of farm system something like the G League in basketball or just the AAA and AA leagues of the MLB or having like youth camps and or youth teams for uh, major league soccer and just soccer in general around the world this is something that the NFL has never really had and I think the closest or not I don't want to say never really had but the closest thing they had to it was NFL Europe years and years back. So now we're taking basically that idea, slapping it right in the United States. And on top of that, it's already something that's established. The NFL doesn't necessarily necessarily need to pull any money out of pocket to get this rolling. It's an entity operating already on its own, which when it comes to the NFL, if they can penny pinch every single which way they can, they will. And this is a great opportunity for them to basically have the NFL Europe they had years ago. But instead of having to fork over money out of pocket for it, they can let somebody else run the entirety of it. And all they're doing is just letting their players get the work in, which I think is a win-win for both the USFL and the NFL because now you have guys that 
the USFL were trying to draft this past year that maybe made it onto NFL teams that are probably not even going to end up playing in the league maybe ever or at the best, maybe in like another two or three years, potentially, if they don't, because, you know, the average NFL player's lifespan in a, in a career is like somewhere around like two and a half, three seasons, something like that. So this gives you a big opportunity to take guys that you probably otherwise would not have had the opportunity to have in your league because they're talented enough that the NFL wants to hang on to them, at least for a, a for a fair portion of the season that the USFL is operating in because it's summer camps, you know, you have OTAs and all that stuff. This would be huge for the league, and it is something that must happen. This was something that wasn't even on my radar until Daryl Johnson brought it up last weekend, and now that it's out there and it's in the ether, I am pounding the table for it. This is one of those things where it could kind of eliminate the need for the collegiate draft. While that was really fun and all, I don't really think that... it's nice to see a few players sprinkled in here or there, but I was hoping to see a lot more players come into the USFL this season from that draft. And it's clear that a lot of those guys are more so down the road players at this point. And we are seeing some people drip in now where it's not to say that nobody has signed. There are people even up to like as recently as the last couple of weeks signing on to their USFL team that drafted them. But this kind of eliminates the need for that because you can siphon talent that are going to be applied to teams in the NFL. And that's a draw because what does that do but force people that watch the NFL to maybe want to watch the USFL because there are guys playing on those teams that could end up being on their 53-man roster come kickoff in September for the NFL. This adds a, a litany of appeal to the USFL for just so many different reasons, but that right there is the biggest one, getting NFL fans' eyes on the USFL because there are guys that maybe they know are designated to their teams playing in the USFL and they want to check it out. I know a lot of people like watching spring football for college. This is like the same deal for them. This would be the NFL fans version of that same exact thing. So I think that this is massive for the USFL. It is something that I really hope gets done in some capacity. And if it doesn't get done this offseason, I hope the ground, you know, the ground level is kind of laid out and established. So that way, maybe going into season four, it's something that they can wind up doing. But regardless, it will add more talent to the league. It'll add more eyes to the league. And it'll, it'll legitimize the league in the eyes of maybe people that are still skeptical despite the fact that they've already been through two seasons and are rolling now into season number three. Now, the second piece of discussion on my wish list here, and this is one that I hear a lot of discussion about when I'm scrolling through social medias and forums regarding the USFL, and it is one that is something that needs to get done. It's fairly obvious, but I have it on here because I want to be another voice that is saying this out loud and putting it out there for USFL to hear, and that is going to be getting the teams within their home market. So this is something that I, it, it needs to happen, and I'll say this first before I even dive into it. I love watching the USFL, fans or not. It really does not matter to me because me, at the end of the day, I am a football fan. I am a fan of the sport of football. I don't really care about whether there's fans or not there. Going through the COVID season in the NFL didn't really matter to me. I still enjoyed watching the football. Once they put the fake crowd noise in, the fandom thing, like I get it. You know, you want to see a crowd there. You want to see their reaction and the place jumping. And I know it's important for the players because they feed off that energy. But for me as a spectator, I personally do not care. Now, do I want to go to a game in a jam-packed stadium? Absolutely. That would be probably a little bit of a deter to the experience if you're going to USFL game and there's only 400 people as opposed to maybe, you know, pushing 20, 25,000 people. Obviously, that's going to change the experience of that a little bit. But 
for me as as a just a viewer on the television never really cared for it too much but with all that said I do still understand the importance of getting these teams within their home markets. And there are people that see that on television and think that's not successful. Why am I going to watch that? They can't even get seats in the stadium to watch these teams play. So I get it. It's important for the health, the growth, the fan connection, and the longevity of the USFL. It is very important that they get this done. For me personally, trying to be realistic, we went from one entire hub to four different places for teams to play in in this second season. I would like this number two at the very least and being realistic about the whole situation is to see the number jump to six. In an ideal world, we get to all eight teams in their home market and I would be beyond pleased. But even if we get to six and we get, you know, four teams that are somewhat, or not even four teams, you're looking at like, six teams in a hub location and or not in hub location in their markets and you have like one team in a hub somewhere that's fine with me i would be cool with that whatever you need to do to make it work the giants and the jets share a stadium in the nfl i don't really think it would be that big of a deal if two teams hypothetically speaking like the pennsylvania teams end up sharing a stadium or something like that i honestly feel like that would be fun for the rivalry if they found a place somewhere in the middle between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia and slap their stadium in there, that would be pretty awesome to me because I think you'd get a really good split fan base and one that would be jumping during the season and games when those two teams play each other. But point being, I would like to at least get six markets lost, locked down. Currently, we're in Memphis, Birmingham, Canton, and Michigan, and I really like all four of those locations for the league right now. And this is going to be something that I dive into in a minute here as well regarding the actual uh locations here i don't want canton to go and that'll dive into my next little topic that we have here but being realistic even if it is only six that's fine with me but we have the gamblers the stars the maulers generals and breakers who all need legitimate homes obviously you have the north teams that were playing in canton not necessarily their home because they're not the canton you know team name here it's just they were playing in canton so the big question is how do we get to six home fields or maybe even just completely fill out the teams and markets. Well, it basically merges into my third and final topic for this list, and that is going to be relocating some teams in the USFL. This is something that I feel like is kind of unavoidable for the USFL just because of the way things have kind of shaken out and the way things have sort of looked with the USFL obviously the XFL now being a part of spring football as well, and just kind of my understanding of football markets in terms of oversaturation and undersaturation in certain areas and places that do really want football teams. And I think we saw it with Memphis. There are locations that don't have a team right now that are not too far from where you're operating at the moment that if you dove on, you might be able to capture a significant portion of that audience and be able to capitalize on it. So with that in mind, I have three teams that I would be open to seeing relocate to help making this move into six or more markets a lot easier for you. And the first one, I'm just going to kind of knock out of the way because it's more of a selfish one than a legitimate one, but one that if it happened, I would not be mad about. You'd probably have to rename the conferences because it would put a fifth team in the North, but I want the Breakers back in Boston. Selfishly, I would love to see them as the Boston Breakers again. I would love to have a team somewhere in this area that I could just go to and watch every single weekend. That would be phenomenal for me. If the Breakers found their way back into Boston, I would be jumping all over the place with joy. But... I don't really think that's going to happen. I really think that they're intent on trying to get themselves into New Orleans with the Breakers there two seasons in now. It would kind of stink to move a team that's that solidified there. I mean, and obviously you're going to have to do it with one of these other teams, but it feels like 
the Breakers are a team that might end up just staying put in New Orleans. I do have two teams, though, that I actually realistically see can relocate, and I think you could really be successful with the relocations of these teams. So Breakers aside and me wanting a team in Boston selfishly, the first team that I have on my list, and this one goes specifically to Canton, and that is going to be the Philadelphia Stars. Now, you might ask, well, why would you want to move Philadelphia? Market's great. Fans over in Philadelphia are great. The reason being, you have two Pennsylvania teams. And I feel like for a league that's so small, that kind of makes the two teams cannibalize themselves in terms of fan bases. And on top of that, you also have a Philadelphia Stars team that in their final year of existence were actually the Baltimore Stars. They only were in Philadelphia the first two seasons, moving to Baltimore in the third. So this is a team that already has a history of moving around. And I would, you know, I'm sorry, Philadelphia fans, that I'd be ripping your team away from you again. But be it as when you look at the two Pennsylvania teams and you have the Pittsburgh Maulers who just changed their color scheme to black and gold, I don't realistically see them moving that team out of there after having changed the color scheme to literally match the other Pittsburgh teams in that city. If there was an odd man out from those two teams, it's going to be the Philadelphia Stars, in my opinion, and you take them and you make them the Canton Stars. I would be here for it. I think a lot of people would enjoy something like that, even if it's not the Stars or just any other team. I think a team in the USFL right now needs to go to Canton and be a team for that city. That That city has shown out for the playoffs last year and then for the games and the playoffs this year. You need to get a team in Canton. I feel like it is a football town. You have the Pro Football Hall of Fame there. You already have the stadium set up. What easier way to just segue another team into their market by just moving a team into Canton? I don't see what the issue would be or why they wouldn't want to do it. Canton's a great venue for games, and it is one that I really feel like has a fan base that would love to actually get behind an actual team rather than just going to games to watch teams in the USFL play. On top of that... I also have another team in mind. So Canton Stars are an idea. And if you decide to rename them, I know I've seen some people throw around the Canton Gold name. I'm a big fan of that. I love it. You think, you know, gold jacket from the NFL and whatnot, or the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I should say, not the NFL Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, I would be all here for that. And even even if you kept the Stars the way they were, I mean, they're still yellow, so it it kind of works anyways. Like, you don't really have to rebrand the stars other than just changing their city name. So, I mean, it all kind of works. But if you did, like, if you took the stars, just brought them to Canton, called them the Canton Gold. I know they were the Denver Gold in the old USFL, but I would be here for that. My other team that I think could benefit from a move, and this is another team that I've seen get thrown around a little bit here, and I think is one that might happen too, and I think it might be a good idea because you're already not in your market with this team, and on top of that, you could capitalize on an area fairly close. I would like to see the Houston Gamblers get the move. You had the USFL, or excuse me, the XFL move into a Houston area, or two into Texas areas, I should say. You have two U- uh, XFL. I keep saying USFL. It's all in my mind. You have two XFL teams playing in the Texas area. So you're talking three teams battling it out for fandom of Texas as a state. I don't really think that's the best idea to get into. Um, on top of that, you also have two professional football teams, in, or not professional, but two NFL teams with the Dallas Cowboys and with the Houston Texans already in that same city. So you're looking at four teams of competition now. You look at Texas, Texas Tech, Texas A&M. There is, so, and, and again, obviously not necessarily the same location, but we're, we're now looking at literally seven other 
Texas-based teams that I can just think of off the top of my head that you're competing with in some various capacity or another. It's hard to make them care about another football team. Where could you go, though, with the Houston Gamblers that you're not necessarily just completely throwing them away and you can still use what you have with Houston and either recapture a team you lost or maybe capture an area that could use a market that doesn't necessarily have a ton of competition or maybe not necessarily a professional football team. You have three different choices you can do with this. You can A, bring the Tampa Bay Bandits back and fold out the Houston Gamblers and let the Gamblers just become the Tampa Bay Bandits the way you let the showboats eat up the Tampa Bay Bandits from last season. This obviously involves moving back into Tampa Bay I would be here for it. I think that trying to get yourself into Raymond James Stadium would be really fun. Um, I know that some people don't like the idea of playing in massive stadiums, but optically, like I said, I don't personally care about not seeing the stadium filled, but if you can get people in Tampa rooting for the team, and it felt like Tampa Bay is a team that had a very large following during last season, I think that's a market you could really capitalize on because all you're really dealing with is the NFL. And on top of that, going back to the uh, NFL-USFL partnership, if that was to happen, what better place than for Tampa Bay Buccaneers to send their players to than the Tampa Bay Bandits playing in the same exact stadium? Wink, wink, elbow nudge. That seems like a really solid idea. B, you can bring back the Oklahoma Outlaws. This is something that I think would not be a bad idea because you're literally just moving up a state. And on top of that, uh, you could still kind of pull some of that Houston fandom that you already had established because you're not too far away. So if you had a home location somewhere in the state of Oklahoma and that's where your team is based, you could still pull people from Texas that would want to go to the games. It's obviously not ideal and it's a far drive, but it is something that is an option that's there. You're simply moving up. It keeps the team in the South. You don't have to worry about changing up the visions or anything like that. You could still keep the North and the South. So it makes a lot of sense. You're literally right there. My third option, option C, would be to go ahead and slowly begin your move out west. This is something that I really want the USFL to consider. It pains me that they're just keeping it basically like central US and it's like south central at best to the eastern side of the country. I would love to see the league start to migrate out west slowly, and it doesn't sound like they're going to be adding teams to the USFL, at least going into this next season. So with that in mind, you go ahead and you take a team like the Houston Gamblers, you move them into Denver, and you can bring back the Denver Gold. Yes, the travel might be a little bit more because you're going from a team that's in Houston pretty close to some of the other southern teams, and you're going more so to the middle of the country at this point, but... You're not too far away from Houston. You're not moving all the way out west, but it allows your league to kind of begin to basically learn how to operate now with teams that are slowly kind of creeping their way out west. It kind of opens up the door for a western division or a midwest division, whatever you ultimately want to do should you start to expand the league further going down the road in like seasons four, five, six, seven, something like that. But I feel like migrating out west is a really good idea. The Tampa Bay Bandits idea is probably my second favorite. This Denver Gold one is my favorite of them all. While I like the idea of maybe moving to an area like Oklahoma, which is just north of where your team is supposed to be located, and you can kind of pull fans from there, uh, it's not my favorite of the three, but I definitely think it's a good option. But for me, I want to see the league start to cover more, and I, I feel like 
it's you're in a weird spot right now where you're kind of like alienating the entire western half of the u.s to why would they even care if they don't have a team there other than like the football diehards if you're out west or even like central to out west you don't really have any real reason to invest in the usfl even like myself I don't necessarily have a team. I just love football. I love the history of the USFL, and I think it's been a great product these first two years. I'm a football diehard. That's the reason I'm in here. But I know a lot of people in my area that don't care about the USFL simply because there's just not a team here. But there's a lot of teams in the surrounding areas, so it does still gauge interest because you can you could be a fee- team, a, a favorite era a fan of a team that's like in New Jersey or the two teams that are in Pennsylvania because you're not too far from where I am. But for like the teams, like if you if you live in California or in like I don't know, Oregon or something like that. Nevada, who cares? Like, who cares about the USFL? You're, they're so far away from you. It, it's like, it's a nothing burger to you. It has nothing to do with anything even relatively close to you. So unless you're a football diehard, you won't really be invested. So a slow migration out West by moving a team that doesn't have a home yet into somewhere like Denver, bringing back a team, a legacy team in that, in the Denver Gold, as we kind of briefly mentioned earlier when we were talking about moving the stars. If they didn't do the star the star transition into the Canton gold, like I've heard people talk about, I would be here for seeing the Denver gold come back and start to slowly move your way out west. And you can keep the Denver gold technically south because they're south of the other four teams that are in the north. So you don't necessarily have to rework divisions, renaming them or anything like that. But that is my wish list. Short one, but I feel like some good discussion to be had about it. Let me know in the comment section down below. Again, thoughts on my wish list. I would love to hear your thoughts, wish lists as well. What do you want to see from the USFL in 2024? Drop it all down in the comment section below, but that is it for me. I appreciate you if you made it to the end of the video. I will see you all next time. Have a good one.